Well, Ulysses, something that hasn't gotten a lot of play that I've seen, but should be worth mentioning. Uh, the Rays will be adding to their newly created Team Hall of Fame with, uh, I think we can agree, a very deserving choice. Yes, it is. And we're going to talk about how Dave Wills is going to be that guy and who could possibly be joining Dave this year uh, being inducted starting right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social medias, X and Instagram at Lockdown Rays, and email us anytime. Love mailbag questions and episodes. LockdownRays at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, this was a little bit of a footnote in uh, some Rays news that I was checking up on. And it is that Dave Wills, of course, the longtime Rays radio broadcaster who passed away last year, will be inducted into the Franchise Hall of Fame during a pregame ceremony on April 14th. And something we will get to, uh, another induction is expected, likely a former player later in the season. We will discuss that, but first should note that, um, I mean, couldn't be more of an obvious no-brainer choice for the raised brass to make this move of putting Dave Wills alongside uh, Zimmer, uh, Boggs, and Carl Crawford. Uh, hands down, I think if we have ever come in as a as a group of people to say a hundred percent this is the right move, we have found a thing. We have found a thing where a hundred percent of the people would be just clapping for this uh, yeah. to happen, and this is it. Dave Wills, he deserves it. Uh, you know, so, so many calls and memories and, and good times that are tied to his voice. If you're a Rays fan, um, so many, and we, you know, we, we talked about it, um, last year when we were remembering him and, you know, like, like, you know, you know, this cause of, of me in college, like, you know, I worked as a Jimmy John's delivery driver in that 2013 season in the summer. I was delivering away, um, and it was Dave and Andy, and Dave and Andy in my car, and it was, it's it can be tough for uh, you know obviously depending on the generation that you're in, but the younger generations are are not used to just sitting down and just listening to radio. Right, we're not, we're not. So that is a that is a skill that you have to like, kind of like teach yourself. It's kind of like drinking beer. All right, bad simile here, but like nobody in the history of ever has ever just like taken the first sip of beer and be like, oh, wow, this is this is really good. This is what you guys are. No, everybody has gone. Oh, my God, this is awful. This is yeah, acquired taste. This is crap. Yeah. yeah, it's an acquired taste for younger generations listening to radio um, for baseball. It's like that. And I'm sure that it's kind of the same for football and basketball. I just I, I wouldn't know. But um and and they were made they made it so easy and and they were so good at it and 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 their partnership and and Dave and Andy and you learn 
so much baseball from your play-by-play guys. Like, obviously, you know, your parents teach you the game, your family members, anybody. You know, for me, it was my dad, my uncle. But, you know, it's, I've also been taught by by Dave Wills and, and right. Andy Freed and, and Dwayne and B.A. and everybody else. Like, you know, these guys are with you for 162 bleeping games if you're an obsessed baseball fan. So uh, very deserved. And, and you know, we, we I think every Rays fan misses his voice. And I think it's incredibly well-deserved. They better have like a five, 10 minute video tribute or highlight tribute of just call after call after yes. call, memory after memory after memory. Uh, Cause there are a lot of them. Just go to YouTube and type in Dave Will's signature calls and, and you'll have your pick of the litter. I mean, the Rays go into the world series numero uno first time yeah. with Aki stepping on first. That was him. That was uh, the lead play-by-play guy, but you hit the nail on the head with um, look, no disrespect to the, current iteration but it's just not the same without dave and andy andy and dave they were so good that and i'm probably not alone in this that there were times where i may have gotten more enjoyment out of just listening to them doing chores or going to the gym or whatever than sitting on the tv and listening listening and watching uh the television broadcast i would get so crazy and obsessed and enjoyed them so much that I would find ways to sync up the <laughs> radio call with the television broadcast because I wanted to hear Dave and Andy versus the alternative at times because they were so vivid and so colorful and could paint a picture so well. And that's what you have to do in radio versus when you're doing television, you can, you know, kind of let the the scene set and breathe a little bit and just their together the the tag team of them their their energy their enthusiasm their quick wit some of the inside jokes their knowledge of baseball i think that was the other thing about dave wills um he didn't boast that he was a former college baseball player that he was a former college baseball coach like he was knowledgeable but down to earth and seemed yes. like a you could have a conversation with him without being without him being one of those types of do you know who I'm who I am look at me type of guy he seems like you see him at the bar or at a restaurant you could go up and say hey and have a a lighthearted conversation that he was just you know one of us so to speak and and the times that I saw him around the ballpark you that's exactly how he was you know people would come up to him and he and he was just like one another dude you know that it's another race fan like he was just um, very gregarious and and approachable and and so friendly and, and you're right like he he was able to toe that line and Andy does this too where you're you're so knowledgeable but because you're so knowledgeable there's two things one uh, you don't sound arrogant which yeah. is a fantastic trait and two you you're able to for those that don't know you're you're not condescending but you 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 make it accessible for them to also get that knowledge. That's mm-hmm. that fantastic. Um, and he was able to do that. And I don't know if, if it's a little bit of a cliche or, or maybe too on the nose, but you know, with those Hawaiian shirts of his, it'd be pretty cool that when he's inducted, you know, sometimes, you know, they, they get like the jerseys and all that, like, 
it'd be cool if you know a microphone would be dope but yeah um, a hawaiian shirt with wills and and his favorite number that i think that would be a pretty cool inside joke for the race fandom which by the yeah. way it's a race hall of fame so it is for us it is for race fans so an inside joke that we all understand why it's a hawaiian shirt i think that would be a pretty cool thing oh my gosh you need to be on their marketing team giveaway day <laughs> promo day april 14th is it i think so, they yeah. better be given some sort of dave wills related swag hawaiian yeah. shirt preference i know that uh it might not be cost feasible but hey do it to the first you know a thousand entrants or something like that there's got to be some sort of ode or homage to to yes. him and I, i'd even accept uh i know the hawaiian shirt maybe you know they might not want to pay for it but at the very least bobblehead microphone with dave i mean you got yeah. that's got to be that's like the bare minimum i would think something to that elk and i don't think that it gets enough credit Stu sternberg and his cohorts it was them that hired Andy Freed and and Dave Wills making that decision in 2005 and how long lasting that relationship was. In fact, if what happened to Dave didn't happen, Andy and Dave would be lifers, I think, just about. I mean, they consistently, nobody was calling for their heads. They, they nope. people love them, uh, not just within the Rays organization and the fan base, but across baseball. They, yeah. consistently got high marks as they're one of the one, two, three, four best broadcast crews in, in the entire sport. And just a testament to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just a testament to, to Dave Wills too. If you look back at his history of, um, you know, a lot of people nowadays, they don't want to have to, to work to get to the top, but he had to grind. I mean, he was doing uh class a games in King County, Illinois and working, pregame show here, pregame show there, postgame show here, postgame show there. Like it was a career in the making. It wasn't just, oh, he's he steps, he retires from coaching and he has a cushy gig. Like it you could probably tell some stories about, you know, maybe not uh not having enough money for certain things or having to sleep on friends' couches to make it all work. Just saying. Yeah, no, again, uh down to earth, right? Uh, so no, I I think this is a a, a fantastic thing. Speaks to his character, what you're saying. Uh, it's it's going to be a lovely thing, a, a lovely uh, time to all, all of us to to remember him. And, and you know, throughout the season, I think it was really cool that most teams were, uh, were kind of, um, you know, leaving like a little flower yeah. or something, remembering him uh, for the radio crew to see when, when they got to the ballpark and Hey, like just an acknowledgement. I thought it was, that was really classy for, for all of those organizations that did that, you know, especially, you know, the Chicago white Sox where he was such a, such a big part of that um, franchise for so long. So I, I just, I'm very happy about this, uh, that, that this is, that this is happening. Yeah, it'll be, um, that'll definitely be a game to go to for sure. Um, Per our uh, opening there, uh, Dave Wills will likely not be the only addition to the Rays Hall of Fame. So the question is, who's next? Who's that individual going to be that goes in alongside him after him this upcoming year? We'll discuss next. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience something very important. That's right. And you know what? Maybe uh, for, for that weekend of, of baseball, 
you can uh, get your tickets using Game Time because Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Okay, look, you can see the view from the seat before you buy, so you know exactly what you're going to get. All the in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. And you can buy tickets in, in, in seconds with two taps. So today you can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKED ON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N, LOCKED ON for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, before we go into uh, additional Team Hall of Fame additions, uh, this is totally off the wall, I guess, to some extent. But what do you think about Dave Will's Twitter account just sitting there not having a post since March of 2023? Do you think it should be shuttered the family should take it over or make some sort of comment of it's just like every once in a while i'll kind of find myself there and it's like oh yeah he's not here anymore it's just a kind of a i've always weird feeling it's hard to to examine it i suppose you know this is a good example but it's it's odd that you know there there are with this like social media and facebook and you know in in the beginning was like myspace and all that you know with when people die they're they're like life is still up there like their profile is still up there like it's just an odd feeling you know i've i've had um friends from from school pass away and their their you know facebook is still up and it's just like they're just stuck in time and it's it's a weird of them digital fossil yeah yeah it's just it's just an odd time we've never had this before happen before so we are i don't think we as society know really how to deal with this because you know you you look at your life you know everybody has like your fingerprint for your phone right or your face id um so like how do people get onto somebody else's phone you know like and then how to change the password if they were password protected like all of these things and so like it just gets stuck in in time and i don't know it's it's a weird thing i wish I know. I think some people might find solace in that. Yeah. Like, hey, I can, you know, these were their words, and I can see what they posted and all that, and and remember them kindly and fondly. But there's also another way that people can look at it and be like, it's kind of morbid, you know, like right. it's 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 sad. Yeah, I mean, I guess to to one point, you can look back and sort of cherish or share in those memories of his pictures and him spending time with family or yeah. celebrating. Uh, a graduation or something like that, knowing that, you know, he, um, he had a lot of good in his life, I guess you could say. Um, all right. So moving on here, uh, how do we want to tackle this, uh, next inductee into the Rays hall of fame to reiterate, we have Crawford, we have Boggs, we have Zimmer. We'll soon have Dave Wills and we'll have a mystery entrant according to one mark topkin so first off i chose a pitcher did you choose a pitcher or a hitter i chose a hitter but let me frame it like this do you legitimately believe that the next pick will be a pitcher or did you pick a pitcher 
based on the intel that I was likely going with a hitter. I or think are you pretty a... resolute that this guy is going to be? I had two guy. picks. I had two picks. One is a hitter and one is a pitcher. Okay, that's so, fair. So if it, if you would have said either way, I, I would have had the other one pick because like. Again, we're in the second year, folks. So you have to think uh, a little bit down the road. Like some time, ha- some time has passed. Like they definitely have to be retired. Yeah. Um, they have to be great, at least in the race front office, uh, race front office, and at least in the race r- record books. You know, it's a race hall of fame. Like you can't just like put. Like I love Dan Johnson. Everybody should love Dan Johnson. Dan Johnson is not going to go into the race hall of fame. No, he he goes on a YouTube clip. He goes and, on a, maybe a video clip. That's about it. He needs a statue. I would I would be completely cool with a statue of Dan Johnson in the new in the, in the new Publix Park. By the way, hundred percent. We're talking 100%. a big statue or like a mini statue. I, I don't know if I'm with you there. I think I'm, I'm, another... I'm talking. I'm maybe a bust. Can we can we compromise with a bust? Perhaps a bust, but there better okay. be a lot of other bust in there as well. <laughs> better be a busty bust. <laughs> it's a busty bust. Yeah. Um. So I. So taking all of this into account, it it has to be James Shields. It has to be. I in my in my view, because look, last year I think there was some inkling. Last year mm. he threw out the opening day uh, ceremonial first pitch wearing that Devil Race jersey. Looks gone and good on him. Officially retired as a race player doing that. He is not only the Rays all time leader in starts. At 217, but he's also the all-time raise leader in wins with 87 complete games, 19. By the way, that's sticking. Uh, shutouts, eight. Uh, that's sticking. Mm-hmm. And innings, 1454 and two thirds. That's sticking too, folks. Yeah, based on uh, the way of pitcher usage and pitching salaries uh, <laughs> and injury histories. No one's ditching uh, that. that. It's going to take quite a feat to uh, to take down that mantle. No one's touching complete game shutouts and innings and wins. Well, I don't think so either. <laughs> like, mm. unless there's a, you know, Junior Caminero pitching guy, you know, Tosh Bradley, Shane Bosk, but like they're going to get expensive through ARP. So you might as well like tie them up. Like, it's just, I think James Shields has to okay. be that guy because of the immovable nature of his records it's funny um at first i was kind of look no disrespect to james shields what he has done for the organization is remarkable but now that you explain all the numbers in the feats uh that rings a bell and then i have a little bit of a conspiracy theory as to why he could be the next retired player that gets in I will tell you that okay. uh, after some very important words from FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from, I said it, FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three or more. Not only can you bet on who will win the big game, that is Super Bowl 58, but also FanDuel has bets for which players will score a TD, how many points will be scored, and so much 
more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So go ahead, visit fanduel.com slash locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Um, with James Shields, a uh, little bit of a harking back to uh, an episode from a couple weeks ago, I would not give him a BBWAA Hall of Fame vote, but I would give him a Rays team franchise Hall of Fame vote. I think there are big differences there, and yes. he deserves to be in one versus the other. But my conspiracy theory or hypothesis is perhaps if the Rays can delay it enough that the next position player that they want to enter mm. their team hall of fame is Evan Michael Longoria. Yeah. If they can make it happen. Wade yeah. Boggs makes sense. Carl Crawford makes sense. Maybe go with a pitcher and then Longo. Could it be is do you think that the order of operations matters here where you can't induct another position player before Evan? I think there's there is one other position player that I think they could get away with inducting before Evan. I think I, I yeah, and it may it would make more sense. Okay, so uh <laughs> so I should we say it at the same time? Uh, we'll do a countdown of three, three, two, one. Fred Zobert. McGriff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Fred McGriff. That's Fred who McGriff. I have. Um, and I was, okay. I was legitimately thinking Ben Zobers, who I think eventually will get in, no. but I just figured, okay, Wade Boggs played two years and 200 plus games with the then devil rays. Fred McGriff, also a Tampa native like Boggs. I think that uh, works in his favor. Yeah. Parts of five seasons with yeah. the uh, Devil Rays. 577 games in a uniform with very good numbers. He wasn't uh, a slappy by any uh, by any means during his, no. his tenure with the organization. And now that he's in the big Hall of Fame, then you can slip him in to the little Hall of Fame. So that was kind of my line of thinking of you induct McGriff. Maybe you get around to inducting James Shields next year. Mm. And then maybe it gets to the point of you're ready to to throw in Longoria and then Ben Zobrist after that. And then we can go on down the line or how much further down the line we should or could go. You know, it, it would make it would make chronological sense to go McGriff before Shields. I yeah. think that that would do you think that goes into uh, the the race often because like they started with Crawford, which I mean, obviously like it, it, he is the first, you know, raised yeah. guy to be born and bred through the organization and, and, and be a star. Um, so it, it makes sense, but he, he's, it's not like he was 98. So maybe he's just like an outlier. And then with Wade box, what you're doing is okay. Then really we're starting here yeah. and we're going to, you know, catch up. Tool. I would think that um, you could almost put Longoria and Crawford on even playing fields, and it just kind of worked out where you know Crawford was older and 
retired and it was like, okay, well, now we're in a position to to throw him in there. Whereas I think there's a drop off between Longoria and Crawford in that next group of names. Not a huge drop off from you know those two to to Zobris, but I don't think there's that a drop off. There's a drop off. Had the chrome or the cachet of Crawford and no, Longoria. no. Look, there. I don't think we uh, are speaking ill of our dearly uh, beloved uh, Ben Zobris here by saying that there is a drop off between Crawford Longo and then yeah uh Zobris but I'm thinking if McGriff goes today uh this year yeah Shields next year so then that would be 25 so you need two more to do before the lease is up oh so are you saying that maybe the Rays really wait on Longo throw some other guys in there and then he's the uh the showstopper for the new stadium He's number one in the new stadium. Here you go. Or you could be like, hey, in order to close out the Tropicana Field experience on the last year, Evan Longoria is going to get inducted in a Tropicana Field last last year in 2027. Like you could play it both ways. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it would have more of a punch to be like the first year of the first stadium. Ah, uh, that would be special. Longo Park, let's do it. Or if it's the <laughs> final year, going from the old stadium to the new stadium, at least let Longo press the button that demolishes the whole building. Yes. Saves it down. Yes. Talk about a uh, TV-worthy moment there. Dude, I'm in. I'd so, pay to see that, that yeah. clip. Hey, he, hit, yeah. he hit bombs in the trop, so why can't he do it outside the trop as well? Hit this nuke, yeah. Yeah. Um, question. Uh, while we're getting on this uh, team Hall of Fame discussion, which was a very uh, shrewd decision by the organization, 25 years in existence to establish and mark this up. If there was one raised player on the current roster that you would put green Skittles on to say one day they will be in the team Hall of Fame, who would that be? On the current team? On the current team. And please don't say Wander Franco. When is that ever? A year ago, at this time, we could have said that. We would have said that. We would have said that. But we're not in a position to say that anymore. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. Current team. Current team. Current team. I could see 40 men or 26 men. Either or. Okay. I could see McClanahan. Okay. I could see McClanahan doing that. Um. Hitting wise, I could see a uh, if if Brendan Lau is healthy for a couple more seasons and plays through uh, uh, through his um, very friendly team friendly deal, I could see Brendan Lau doing that. But honestly, my number one pick would be Yandy Diaz. Okay, that's fair. Because like, yeah, you wonder if there's like a time frame outside of Wade Boggs, of course, that a player has to be with the organization before they kind of get the goodies to say, okay, they've, they've been with the organization long enough to, to merit that mark. What would, what would that be for you? How many seasons would a player have to be with the team in order to be in the race hall of fame? I think it has to be similar to, if not more so than Fred McGriff. I think Fred McGriff, well, Wade Boggs, he, you know, he's, he's still in money here, but it's gotta be at least five years and probably more like six, seven, eight 
for me, at least five. Yeah. For, and then you better five. be like really, really special in those five. So I yeah. don't even know if Randy makes it that long. Quite frankly, I, I, yeah, exactly. Randy could um, might not. Uh, that's why I didn't I didn't put Randy on there. It's just because I think the length of time means something. Again, Wade Box is just an outlier. I don't think you can put somebody in the Team Hall of Fame with three, four years. Uh, I mean, and Randy has done amazing things, incredible right. things in a Rays uniform, of course. Um, but for example, Yandi has been with the team since nineteen, so that's what nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. Uh, so that's five seasons already. Uh, that he's got on there's about and if you look at the top 10 career batting uh race franchise uh records yandy diaz not only uh is in some of them but in some of them he already is leading the category yeah. people on base percentage who has that yandy diaz mm -hmm. and i know i'm not going to get into the whole arbitration figures but we saw a comment earlier this week of you know somebody giving out a hot take that Randy would get a long-term contract extension. Just one issue with that. Scott Boris represents Randy Rosarena. Scott Boris isn't playing ball with the Rays. Um, and so, or extensions or extensions. Yeah. He doesn't play with that. So that's true. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's a, and maybe this is another discussion down the line of, Hey, does Kevin Kiermeyer deserve to be in? Does David Price deserve to be in? Will they get in Carlos Pena? I mean, we just, Scott Casimir, we just go on down the dock. DJ Upton. Yeah, that might be. Um, I wanna, I wanna. We have to maybe might have uh, to explore that a little bit. Plan before. out this, this, this for another episode and see like which race players could potentially make this Hall of Fame um, induction. Yeah, talk about potentially. It's so much more potential. Look, he did good things in his career, no doubt. Made yeah. a lot of money and did some really special things, but there was so much potential for him to be like really, really, really good if not great yeah um all right cool hope you all enjoyed this episode uh let us know in the comments your thoughts on the team hall of fame and all of that in the meantime hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you on friday